Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with principal of Brown's Leadership Consulting, Michael T. Brown. With great purpose and passion, Michael has been empowering individuals, families, and communities with tremendous success for over 20 years. He is committed to empowering others and communities through education, inspiring mobilization. Along with his work commitments, he loves spending time with family and friends, and he has authored the books Born to Achieve back in 2012 and A Beautiful Challenge in 2017. He's got a great story enjoy good day sir michael t brown what's up man i'm doing well how about yourself nice to meet you how you doing today likewise i'm doing well glad to be on with you yeah me too man where are you located i'm here in uh woodbridge virginia okay cool yeah about uh 25 miles south of dc here i i love that area up there man i i I love the subway system um i'm in kansas city okay so I, i i was working i was running a couple computer labs in the inner city and one of the kids got a grant from AT&T and we got to go up there. He'd never been out of Kansas City. And I, I had a ball, man. I went to Iwo Jima. Yeah. I was everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's nice out here, man. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I dig it. So, well, cool, man. It's nice to meet you. And before we get into your work and your life, I want to cover what we lived through for the last three and a half years or so yeah. going through this pandemic. How did you get through it? And how did it change you? Yeah, um, the pandemic, you know, really two things i think you know difficulty and adversity challenge us to to look within and 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 see what we're made of i think you know uh challenges are character revealing and character building and i know for me personally uh having to navigate you know family life and personal life really showed me where i was and what i needed to work on and i think it did that for a lot of people one thing being the need for connection yeah. You know, really highlighted how we need each other, how we need people, and uh, how we can help one another through adversity and difficulty. The irony was during that time is that we were all connected technically through Zoom and other things, but we weren't. There wasn't that real heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. needed to be in the room. You needed to share music. You needed That's to right. share art, share things that food, break bread. You know, there was That's things right. that... But, but I think that we need that reconnection. We move so fast and things get so out of hand. We need to pull the magnifying glass down and say, hey, what is this? What are we doing? That's right. That's right. And hopefully coming out of the pandemic, we're continuing to embrace that, that yeah. we don't have to wait for adversity to come to build those relationships and to invest in ourselves and invest in others. And you're doing important work consulting and helping people. You're ultimately helping folks. So I want to get to the essence of what you do, because on paper, it's one thing. But when you explain it, it's a different thing. So I'm going to up the ante and put you in front of a bunch of third graders. It's career day. And one of the kids says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? I'm a counselor and an educator. And um, my job is to help people to reach their goals, uh, their mental health goals, their personal goals. Uh, their life goals. And in order to do that, a lot of times, Joe, we have to go back and unpack what happened to us, what happened, what's happening for us, and what's working and what's not working. And then we build strategy around where we want to go. But in order to move forward, sometimes we got to realize what was downloaded into us, either by our parents, our environment, um, the things that shape us, our personality, and uh, do a deep dive in that. And, um, you know, make the necessary corrections so that we can reach our goals. You know, it's interesting when there's a, there's a level of us that want to, that we want to adopt and adapt to new things. 
Yeah. But it's hard for us to say that this didn't work. And you said that I want to hone in on that, you know, because yeah. we all have our ego and we're like, wait, hold on. It seems like it works. But when you come in with your expertise on the outside, yeah, what is that like to have to tell people we, we got to get rid of that? And maybe they held on to it for a long time. Yeah. One of the things that, that one of the best ways to chip away at some of the things that we know we need to get to is ultimately it, it starts with getting to know that person and hearing their story. Yeah. And we can connect the dots from where you where you've been, what you've experienced to ultimately where you want to go. So in many ways, Joe, it's not necessarily going to be me saying you need to change that. It may be more in the form of a question of based upon where you've been, what you've done. Is that yeah. going to help you reach that goal? Yeah. So a lot of it's goal driven. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that process is is a. Uh, it can be pretty amazing and pretty empowering when people gain insight. And I feel like that's part of my job is to help people gain insight to their own lives, because in many ways, they're the expert of it. Yeah. And when you hit when you present strategies and tools, then it becomes less about me telling them and them being gaining insight. Yeah. It's one thing when somebody else says you need to change. It's another thing when we gain insight and say, I need to change. Yeah. Yeah. Very well put. So when you were in the third grade, what did you want to be when you grew up? Good question. Uh, I thought either uh, a sports broadcaster or like a TV host. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I would say at that point, that's what I that's what I thought. Who was your favorite one? Who was your favorite broadcaster? Uh, I was a big talk. I, I can't say that point. I really a favorite bar broadcaster, but somebody who's in the media at that point. Uh, I came along during the Arsenio Hall area yeah. era. I mean, uh -huh. I remember he was, uh, getting up late on some days trying to keep up with that show, Joe. And uh, but it was cool because that was a innovative show in that you know we got to see people like more in my age category, the music and some of the the guests that I would that I would rock with yeah. being interviewed. So that that was kind of game changer at that point. I remember when that heckler in the crowd said he didn't have enough gay guests on there and he did not back down. He got up there. He explained yeah. it. He explained who he was and why yeah. he can't do it and why he's held down. Like yeah. the social commentary that went into that one moment right there yeah. was the epitome of his backbone. Like, cause sometimes we don't know who these guys are, you know, That's great. but, That's but great. he, he was the, the great thing about Arsenio Hall was that he was out there and he was like, this is me. Okay. You either tune in or you don't have to, yeah. but he pulled people in. That's right. And that took courage because, you know, yeah. some of the landscape has changed since the late nineties to where we are in 2023. We know there's still more work to do, yeah. but during that time, right, that was considered, that may be considered a little more controversial. Yeah. And when you see people willing to, to, to shout out all people and say, look, everybody needs a voice at the table. That goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Yeah. So, Let's get to the to the root of how you got to this point. Where were you born and raised, and what were the seeds that were put into you to to help people and to get people and to coach them to a better place? Good question. I, I appreciate that question. Uh, lived in two places. Born in North Carolina, and then our family moved there when I was really young, up to up to New York, uh, the Newburgh area. So uh, lived, grew up early part of my life in that in that that part of New York, the Newburgh area and i moved back uh we moved back to north carolina my late elementary middle school years my, my father was a minister and a pastor and i would say being in that environment seeing servants you know 
in ministry really helped shape me because you got to see people who, you know, might not have made a lot of money, but who still showed up for people. Yeah. And that really impacted me and in, in the work that I do because I realized early on in life, it's not just about what we can attain, but how we can give and how we can serve. That in many ways, that makes us wealthy when we're yeah. willing to serve others and show up for others. So that that certainly had an impact had an impression on me and uh, planted some real positive seeds. I, I remember there was, there was a lyric and a song and I heard Muhammad Ali talking about, he got to a point where he made all this money and had all this stuff. And he said, none of it's going to mean anything if I don't help people out those that need it, you know? That's and, right. and, and, and I don't know if that just comes with age and wisdom with you. It sounds like it was your upbringing, which is, you know, which is a big part of it. Yeah, which yeah. which is huge. We all need to understand that because we all need we all need right. each other. We need it to be done right. That's right. Because after you've bought a certain amount of things, if you experience a certain amount of things, I mean, you know, those things are nice, right? And it, it's nice to accumulate material thing to be able to enjoy. But it's one thing when we make it versus us letting it make us. Yeah, because we're all gonna. I've heard the expression. Maybe you've heard it too, Joe. I've never seen a hearse. You know. A U-Haul trailing a hearse. Yeah, right. We're not going to take this stuff with us. Uh-uh. A lot of it we're just borrowing while we're here anyway, right? So we need to make sure that we value people over things. Yeah, well yeah. said. Yeah, that's true. So, who's been a hero for you in your life? Oh, good question. Uh, I'd say um, my parents certainly. You know, set a good set a good example. Uh, my my faith. You know, obviously being a person of faith. Uh, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you know, is the ultimate example. And I would say also some of the greats, you know, in this country who've helped fight for freedom and people around the world. I think about, you know, folks from the civil rights movement, you know, um, from Harriet Tubman to, to Martin Luther King and those who partnered with who partnered with them who to to help fight for freedom. Any people who stand up for truth and for justice and for principles really inspire me. And I, I learned from a lot of the greats and try to incorporate as much as I can into my own personal philosophy and, and methods. So if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be? Uh, I'd say MLK. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously getting into sports and liking sports, if you could get into a time machine and see any game, any event, with your own eyes, watch it happen. Where are you going? Mm, man, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, those Chicago Bulls runs were I'd have that. That'd be nice to see. I yeah. saw it on TV, you know. So maybe go. Let's go a different era. Uh, let's go back to uh, something monumental. Maybe, maybe something like Jesse Owens breaking a record or something yeah. like that. You know, yeah. that'd be pretty cool to see. That would be pretty cool to see. Particularly given the stakes and the dynamics yeah. of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. With what was going on. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so everyone, so we all have these motivations that get us out of bed in the morning, that yeah. get us through our day, to get us to accomplish things. What is that for you? What's the fuel in your tank? What gets you going? Yeah. Um, I say to teach, motivate, and inspire. That we all can learn and we all can teach. And that in order to reach our goals... Right. We need a certain amount of life energy and a certain amount of momentum. So we need to be motivated to tackle each day, to win each day. 
And then to think about who we're inspiring along the way that you never know, right, Joe? And I appreciate this platform and what you're doing and you saying, hey, look, let me use my platform to elevate people. You never know who may hear this a, a hundred years from now. Yeah. Okay? That we may, you may, we're making an impact that we may be planting a seed here in October of 2023 that may grow five, 10, 50 years from now. Yeah. And that speaks right to the power of inspiration. So I commend you for the work you're doing using your platform to inspire others. And um, my blueprint is that to teach, motivate and inspire. Right on. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate right it. It's, it's a labor of love, man. I'm just standing on the shoulders of giants. That's no all doubt. I'm doing. You know, there you go. <laughs> so you've obviously been the architect of a lot of success stories, a lot of happy clients. What's the one success story that always puts a smile on your face, has a special place in your heart? Yeah, really another good question. To me, it's the the latest improvement story I hear. Um, a situation that I'll hear today when somebody says, my life is better. I'm making changes. Um, it's kind of like in this business, Joe, your, your greatest your greatest achievement is your next client it's the next it's the one you just met with it's the one you're going to meet with next right because we can't live i can't live off of 10 years ago success while i'm grateful and thankful for it there's somebody right here right now right who needs something and is trying to improve their life so i i, I go to recent recent memory you know uh just what well, just thinking of a gentleman i met with yesterday who just talked about um who's just tackling therapy and it's just leaning into it and really embracing some of the strategies and tools that come out of it. And then to hear him say how much it's helped and how much his life is improving in a tangible, real way, that stands out the most. Yeah. So let's say you have a dream tonight. You run into a 20-year-old version of yourself and you could give that younger version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained up to this point in your life. What yeah. advice would you dispense on that young version of you? Stay the course. That which is in you will come out. Uh, don't mess up so bad that you can't recover. Don't play with your gifts and your skills and your training and your development. Uh, yeah, to think about your life and why it matters. To use it for good. To not, don't just be selfish. Uh, and treat people kindly along the way. So of all the things that you've done and overcome in your life up to this point, what are you the proudest of? Hmm. Um, I'm most proud that I tried, that I've tried to honor the promises I made to myself of uh, committing to a life of service and bouncing back after mistakes for not allowing some of my own shortcomings, which I have, to derail me from my ultimate purpose, to not consider myself disqualified based upon some mistakes that I've made in the past, and to get back up and keep moving forward. So everyone out there has a perception of you, family, friends, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I uh, see myself as a servant. 
as a, a counselor and a trusted advisor. I want to be one of those people who are in the room with people when they need it. Yeah. That he's a go-to person, that I'm a go-to person and I won't, I won't buckle in a storm that I'm, I'm, I'm along for the ride. I don't have to, I don't have to have all the answers. I don't have to be the smartest guy in the room. And I, and I encourage somebody out there who's listening to this, just keep showing up. Yeah. When you love people, you love God and you show up, we can figure out the rest. We may need more resources. We may need to bring in other people who have more expertise, but if I want to be a show up person, I consider myself that. And I'm working towards being more of that. I've not arrived on that. But I see myself as someone who cares and wants to show up and help. Yeah. So if anyone out there wants to hire you, learn more about you, reach out, what do they do? How do they do that? They can go right to my website, brownsleadership.com. And uh, they can find my information there. And uh, I hang out over on Facebook and Twitter, but they can find those links right there. They should be able to find them right there on the website. And uh, yeah, I look forward to hearing from folks. Right on, Michael, man. This has been great. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your time. Best Thank of you. luck with everything. I appreciate it. All the best to you. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. 